plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, it is star style power party time. Hello, power partners. Welcome to this playground. Star style, be the star you are. We're coming to the airwaves live from the Voice America Network, and this is the Empowerment Channel. And my name is Cynthia Bryan, where we are bringing you this weekly show under the auspices of Be The Star You Are nonprofit that works to empower women, families, and youth, and to give you some infotainment, some education, some fun, and things that can help you in life live a better life because you are the writer, producer, director, and star of your life. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are, Pear and Wine Festival coming up. Visit bethestaryouare.org forward slash events. Check it out. Perhaps you'd like to be a sponsor or come volunteer in our booth. Uh, Siri, who is one of the hosts of our teen show, is our event chairperson this year. And she's going to be bringing some fun, fun times. So visit bethestaryouare.org. Go to events. Confucius said this, excellence does not remain alone. It is sure to attract neighbors. Hmm. That sounds good. I like that because I always say that we need to strive for excellence, not for perfection, because there is no perfection. And everybody I know who is a quote unquote perfectionist, they don't seem to be very happy because they find so many flaws in life. And it's tough to live when, you know, all you see is flaws. So I know that I'm very flawed, but I look for excellence and I I just try to have fun no matter what I am doing. So what are we talking about today? Well, coming up in segment one, we're going to talk about the largest organ in our body, and that is our skin. People always get that wrong when you're asked what's the largest organ, and people say all kinds of things, you know, your intestine, blah, blah, but it's your skin. And By noticing changes on your skin, it's critical to your health. So skin conditions really need to be evaluated and treated by a board-certified dermatologist. But we'll talk about what you need to look for and then other things that can help you keep your 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 skin looking young and supple. That in segment two, whether it's throwing a blanket on the deck for an impromptu picnic or setting a stunning table for a themed get-together, dining al fresco is my preferred approach to, you know, feeding my friends and family in the summer months because we have such lovely warm weather. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to throw a picnic or a pool party that'll be fun, fanciful, and it'll be memorable because summer is the time to slow down, appreciate being outside, surrounded by nature, and I'll even give you a fun recipe for a very delicious drink. And then finally, in segment three, 
we're going to be discussing health. I really like to talk about health a lot and what it means to have integrated medicine. The World Health Organization defines a pure state of health as having a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, where Western medicine treats illness with medications and procedures. What integrative medicine does is it uses a combination of approaches that really is a partnership in healing between the practitioner and the patient. And to me, this is a better way for all of us to stay healthy. So... Uh, we will um, definitely be talking about that. So let's talk a bit about dermatology and how to check your skin. Because if you don't already have a dermatologist, you probably should get one. Because at least once a year, it's important to check your skin uh, to make sure that you know all those little bumps, moles, whatever else could be hiding there in your skin is actually okay and not a cancer or something else. So the first thing is, how do you check your moles and your bumps? Well, look at your skin and notice any changes uh, that you might be having. It's really important. Skin cancer is the most common cancer in the United States, and it is treatable if detected early. So you can do a self-examination every month, and that's going to help you look at the changes. Some of the warning signs would include asymmetry, irregular borders or colors, a diameter that's greater than a pencil eraser, or an increase in size of either a mole or a bump. And if you have a new lesion or you have a changing growth, you really do need to have that checked by a board-certified dermatologist. And a little um, quick Antidote behind that is is I have a very good girlfriend who was um, a model with me for many years, and she had just a little kind of a brown spot on her cheek. And she went to her dermatologist, and she said, "Will you check this? Because I, you know, I've never had a brown spot." And his the first time he said, "I don't think it's anything. I think it's just a kind of an age spot. So don't worry about it." And she was insistent. She said, "You know." I don't know. I don't have any age spots anyplace else. So I would like you to do a biopsy. And um, you know what? I'd rather just pay for it and feel good about it. He did a biopsy. It turned out it was a cancer lesion. So sometimes even when you go to a board-certified dermatologist or your doctor and they tell you it's nothing, if you in your gut feel that it is something, you have to push for it and just say, listen, I'd like to have it biopsied. I want to be sure. So she's had to have a couple of rounds of, uh, she had to have a, a surgery to have it cut out. Then she had to do this, this. Um, I don't know if it was a radiation. It was some kind of thing, kind of, uh, they did like a burn on her face, which took like a week of her just scabbing over. And now she has to go through it again. So it's it can be serious. And again, it's treatable if you get things early enough. But, you know, you just don't know. The second thing, very important, we talk about sunscreen a lot. It's something I never wore as a young person, but I'm very religious about it now. Sunscreen really can help reduce that risk of skin cancer and the early skin aging that's caused by the sun. But you have to pick the right sunscreen for you. And it's important because... You're, you need to wear it every day on your face. And one in five Americans are going to develop skin cancer in their lifetime. 
You want to wear a wire, a broad spectrum sunscreen that protects against the UVA. That's the ultraviolet A and the ultraviolet B, which is UVB rays. And both of which cause skin cancer and they both cause that photo aging and those brown spots that I was just talking about. Uh, SPF 30 or higher will help protect you from uh, sun damage. I've been told, I talked to a lot of different physicians and dermatologists about it, that the reality is is that anything above 30 may be not any more useful than 30. So, you know, I would just, I would go with the 30. The thing about it is you have to uh, reapply it, and that's what I always forget to do. So you need an ounce of sunscreen, like enough to fill a shot glass, and that's considered the amount needed to cover all the exposed areas of your body. Now, the third thing is you do have to protect your skin from cold when it's outside, you know, when, the, when it's cold outside or when it's really hot, and the same inside, you know, with the indoor heat. For example, in winter, a lot of people get itchy in winter because their skin gets dry, and you have to be really good to your skin by protecting it and moisturizing it. So even, uh, and then a lot of times if you're indoors and you have air conditioning, the same thing happens. So a couple of things you can do is moisturize daily and then choose a moisturizer that suits you and makes your skin feel really comfortable. And don't use moisturizers that have fragrance in them. You, you want fragrance free. And then be very gentle with your skin because if you are um, rubbing it too hard or anything, you'll it may even become drier, itchier, or more irritated, or even, you know, you'll get flaky skin. And then skin conditioner, uh, well, skin conditions, anything that happens to your skin that just seems abnormal, really have to be evaluated and treated by a physician. And usually, if it's something... Um, that your doctor doesn't know about, they'll usually send you to a board-certified dermatologist. Now, what is a dermatologist? They are a medical doctor who have had four years of medical school, a year of internship, and then three years of residency, which consists of intensive training in the medical science of the skin, the hair, and the nails. They also have to take 50 continuing medical education hours per year after their residency, and it does maybe fifty doesn't sound like a lot, but think about it. You know that that really is quite a bit. It's like uh, you know six to seven days of full time um, education, and then um, their knowledge. Just so you know, they cannot get that knowledge any other way. So if you do want to protect your skin, I really think going to a dermatologist at least once a year is a really good idea. Now, there's some other little uh, skin care tips that can help you out that this really doesn't have to do with, with dermatology, but just to taking care of your skin. So do skin treatments on yourself. You know, you may want to uh, just have like a, a serum or an eye mask or even um, some like eyebrow gel or anything that that and keep it maybe in a little bag and keep it with you so that if you find that you have downtime or that you are feeling dry that you could 
uh, give yourself just a little bit of, you know, an, of, of some upkeep. Also, practice a facial massage on yourself to fight wrinkles. Now, obviously, if you can go and get a professional facial, that's a great thing to do. I mean, if you can do one every month or every six weeks, it'll really help your skin. But many people, you know, when you um, actually you either frown or you scrunch your faces. And what we don't ever think about is that a lot of times when we go to bed at night, we are, you know, scrunching up, we're dreaming, and we're probably making faces, or we might be sleeping in our face. And all of those things lead to frown lines and crow's feet. So to relax your face, maybe do a little bit of facial acupressure just for a couple of minutes before you go to bed, or if you're meditating, or you just have, again, a, you know, maybe you're at a stoplight. I do a lot of things at stoplights, <laughs> it seems. And, you know, just press press the outer edges of your eyes or your inner eyebrows or your temples or maybe next to your nostrils. Just hold for 10 seconds. And that will be a good little exercise to um, relax those wrinkles and relax your face. Now, hydrating your skin from the inside out and the outside in is important. You have to drink a lot of water every day. But that doesn't always translate to proper skin hydration. So it's vital to hydrate your skin from the outside in as well with serums and creams and hydrating mist. I know when I fly, I get really, really dry. And I, uh, some planes today are doing something about this air in the cabins. But so many of them that most of us fly on, they don't have that kind of equal um, the equalization that is good for your skin and your skin does uh, dry out. So I bring just a little bottle, a little spritz bottle, you know, that I can get through the, um, the uh, what is it, the TSA. So it's just this tiny little one that I can spray. And all I have in it is water with a couple of drops of lavender oil in it. And it, it just hydrates my face and it just feels good. So if that's a really kind of a good tip just to bring something like that, especially if you fly a lot. The other thing that's very drying is really hot water. And I know I'm one of these people that if I take a shower, I like it hot. If I take a bath, I like it hot. But really don't wash your face with too hot of water because it could be really harsh. So tepid water at the sink is just a really good idea. Then, um, as I said, apply the sunscreen. But the one thing to do when you apply sunscreen is most people maybe start with their face. Start first with your neck and your chest and the top of your hands and then work it up to your face because we often forget to apply sunscreen in those other areas unless we start with it. So start with it. That's a really good one. Also, peels. You've probably heard of peels before, and there's all kinds of masks and things like that. But if you're not going to get a professional facial, and this goes for both men and women, you may just want to create a mask or create a peel that you can use to freshen up your face. It's kind of like a little mini spa treatment that you do on your own. You can um, you can do it with um, uh, like oatmeal, oatmeal and water. I've done like ones where I mix avocado. I've mixed um, avocados and lemon juice 
or you can buy a professional one. And also mud, you know, mud is really good on your face, but be careful, mud could be drying out. Another thing is, is don't rub your eyes like you're going to scrub them uh, because what happens is that actually causes some wrinkles as well. And, you know, I smile a lot. And I mean, I I smile a lot. (laughs) Anybody who knows me or sees pictures, you're always going to see me smiling. So I'm proud of my crinkles in my eyes. But the more you smile or the more you frown, you're going to get gonna get some of those. So again, moisturize, moisturize. And I use uh, olive oil around my eyes. And I also use a fresh coconut oil where it was actually crack the coconut, squeeze the oil. You know, that's, uh, that was a good one. Um, your lips also, if you find that your lips are getting dry, then you really need a creamy moisturizer because lips dry out first. And that will tell you that the humidity is probably dry, uh, has dropped wherever you are. And it's time for you to do it. Now, getting back to flying or in a car, just don't forget to put on that SPF, the sunscreen, even when you go on a flight, especially if you are a window seater like I am. I like to sit by the window. Um, And so that's a, a very important one to do. Just put the SPF on because it comes through. And finally, um, your diet has a really huge impact on your skin. So avoid real starchy foods or refined carbohydrates like white bread or rice or or sh- sugars. You know, they always say the white anything. Get rid of those. And instead opt for foods that are high in omega-3s and fatty acids like avocados and salmon. And it'll give you that really youthful glow. So I hope that some of that self-care will be helpful to you. And just remember that if for any reason you're finding changes in your skin, please see a dermatologist. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we're going to go to a very short break. And I hope that you will lend me your ears when you come back. So don't go away. Be the star you the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. The- Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. 
Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryant, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out. Well, now this really is party time because I'm going to take this segment to give you some fun information on how to prep for a party, whether it's like a picnic party or a pool party. Well, the little kids in our family that are my nieces and nephews' kids and everything, they get so excited when there's a family gathering, but they don't want to sit at the table. They all start yelling, picnic party, picnic party, you know, and we throw a blanket out on the lawn or on the deck or wherever we are, the balcony, and you know, they all sit on it and they eat finger foods and all that fun stuff. So I thought I would put the, uh, put together something that was a picnic and pool party just for all ages. Now, Somerset Mom said there are few things so pleasant as a picnic eating in per- perfect comfort. And I kind of agree. Now, as I've talked about before, I practice interior design as a professional member of the American Society of Interior Designers for uh, 25 years. And... Um, Of course, growing up, my mom was such an amazing gardener and an amazing cook, and she always did these beautiful, gorgeous, very casual, but these delicious summer gatherings. And so for me, being outside and eating outside has just always been part of my family, and my style of summer outdoor entertaining always like is to include lots of color, a lot of surprises, and making sure that it's really fun. So with this beautiful weather that we get to enjoy in the summertime, whether it is throwing a blanket on the deck for just that impromptu picnic party, or if it's setting a really stunning table for a theme to get together, dining al fresco is my preferred approach to feeding family, friends, and other guests. So My cues arrive always in collaboration between my interior and exterior spaces. So I designed my garden to be an extension of my home so that the outdoor eating areas complement the kitchen, which creates this flow that's inviting that'll go from my interior decor to outside to the garden rooms. And actually what I mean by that is, is that when you're out, well, when you're inside and you're looking out, it looks like everything just works. That if there's this sense of serenity and continuity, and it is important for both the inside and the outside. So I always make sure that the colors that I have in the house are reflected in the garden outside of the house. And then when I'm setting an outdoor table, um, you know, whether it's a barbecue or whatever, I just try to keep those colors flowing so that you feel like you're really in a big space when you probably aren't. 
but um, but it feels it feels cozy and warm and you know makes you just be kind of happy. And before I even plan my menu or my decorations, though, I walk around the garden and I'm really investigating what flowers are blooming or what will be blooming if I'm planning ahead and what fruits, vegetables are going to be ready for harvesting because I want to know what scents, what textures. I want to see the lighting in the day, you know, and where the sun is at certain times as well as if it's going to be, uh, if the if the party's going to go until evening, what kind of lighting I might have outside so people aren't tripping over each other and kind of the colors and how that light plays on the house, the garden, the patio, etc. And that way I will know what it is that I'm going to be able to do. Then I take photos of these. I make some notes. And that's how the party planning begins for my style of, um, of casual parties. It sounds like it's work, but it's really, you know, it's very pleasurable because I'm out in the garden, I'm outside, and I'm just making everything work together. Now, the goal for me is always to serve a menu that is filled with fresh homegrown ingredients that really honor the colors of the rainbow. So whatever is ripe in my garden at the moment, that's going to be the star of the meal. And if I didn't grow it, I will purchase what's in season from either a local fruit stand or I'll go to a farmer's market. Now, in summer, I grow quite a few things. And if the wild animals (laughs) don't get them, I will have them. So I'll have, you know, tomatoes and beets and arugula and carrots and peppers and eggplant, all those kind of things. Um, And then I will, you know, I'll buy a watermelon Um, I have peaches, nectarines, tangerines, apricots, cherries, apples, and of course I have eggs. Those are kind of some of my normal staples before I choose the meat or the fish that I'm going to be serving. And they always inspire not only just what the menu is going to be, but also how my floral arrangements are going to be, my tableware, um, even the tablecloths. So I gave my girlfriend a birthday party recently, and the table arrangement that I made was completely edible. So what I did is it was all different kinds of herbs from the garden that would complement. She wanted ribs, and so I did these special barbecued ribs. And then, of course, I had all the kind of vegetable and um, uh, that went along with it and corn and all that fun stuff. But... The herbs that were in the uh, floral arrangement is you could just pick off whatever you wanted and add them to your dinner. And then also the flowers were all edible too. So that's kind of fun when you do that outside. Now, if it's a pool party, you're going to want sturdy yet maybe some pretty shimmery plasticware because that is essential. You cannot bring glass near a swimming area or any place that you're going to be barefoot. It's a major, major no-no. We've had things like that happen before at other people's houses where, you know, they said, okay, well, somebody would say, oh, I'm not going to drink wine out of a plastic glass, and I'll be careful. And then next thing you know, they trip, and there's glass, and you can't get it out of the pool. And so that's really scary. So you want to um, have just some pretty plastic ware that, that looks good, that's not going to change the flavor of the food or the drinks, 
and um, then you don't have to worry about breaking. And if they if they fall, you know they don't they don't crash into a million pieces. So you also want to make sure that if you have a few lounge chairs, and if you're doing if you have a pool, that you have some fluffy beach towels. If there's fountains, they should be turned on so they're spouting and gurgling. And always you want to have some planters that are filled with colorful combinations of annuals or even perennials. And that's all part of designing that inviting setting that will encourage the guests to grab a drink, relax, inhale the fresh air, and just be so happy that they are there at your pool party. Now, for a picnic on the lawn, you can experiment with all different kinds of edible arrangements, as I was just talking about. You could use basil and thyme and rosemary, mint, sage, lovage, calendula, nasturgium. Those are just a few starters. Even roses, if you, as long as you don't have a, used any insecticides or pesticides on these plants, that's all edible. So, you know, you could, you could have an arrangement with roses and it could be part of a salad or something. It's kind of really fun. And um, if you have a lawn, you could set up a, a game of croquet. It offers a sense of play and some recreation. And then if you're having a more formal party, let's say that you're putting on something because uh, one of your friends has gotten engaged or something. So you want to make it just maybe a little bit more elegant. You could just cover chairs with a gauzy material and you could fashion a more extravagant centerpiece, maybe just using roses or peonies, just add some elegance to the occasion. Now, I always have, you know, wine and beer and other beverages, but one of the fun things that I did recently for my girlfriend's birthday party that I gave her is I crafted an original cocktail to get the festivities rolling. And so I thought I will share what I made with you and you can maybe try it and so, and make your own. Now, first of all, I have to say that um, you have to measure according to your own liking because being the Italian cook that I am, we always do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and we taste it and, you know, you add according to... I, so I really don't know exactly how uh, much to put in, but this turned out really good. And so it's a summer garden cocktail. And if you uh, want it to be non-alcoholic, it could be a, a mocktail. So what I did um, is I muddled together watermelon and mint leaves. So I chopped up some watermelon and mint leaves. Then I added juice of Meyer lemons and Marianne limes. And the Meyer lemons are great because they have a real sweetness to them. And then the limes added that tanginess. I also added in the juice of the watermelon. So that makes it a, a lot of, you know, don't throw out that juice. Pour that juice into, into your, um, your pitcher that you're doing. I stirred in about a spoonful of honey. And then I added into a bigger picture equal parts of sparkling water and ginger ale. After I stirred that all up, I added tequila. <laughs> and now you can put your own favorite alcohol or you could do even champagne, you know, or sparkling wine if you wanted that. I stirred it all up. I poured it over crushed ices into glasses that were rimmed with salt. 
they were these pretty little, they were plastic because I was having people outside, but they were really pretty as kind of a sparkly, mm, what would you call it? Like a margarita glass that, you know, that you would serve up. It was very fun. So, um, and, and then I garnished it with a sprig of mint and um, a piece of watermelon. And, of course, I had to put a little umbrella inside. And that just, it turned out really good. And the great thing was it was so delicious and it was refreshing. And so you could add as much of the alcohol or as little or eliminate it completely and especially if you want to make it for the kids, because the kids love this drink, just, you know, just um, just put more of the watermelon juice or actually add some juice to it. So don't forget the kids, because, yeah, as I was saying, when our three or four generations of our extended family gather around, the little ones get excited. They're, they're always, you know, shouting picnic party, picnic party. So we can do some fun things when kids are around. You can paint faces. You can get uh, run around blowing bubbles. You can get those nylon tunnels and let them climb through them. If if um, even if you don't have a pool, you know you can get those little small kitty pools, and kids love that. Or you turn on the mood on the music and just dance to silly songs, and that's always um, that's always fun. So at the last one, of course, I always love to dance with the kids because after teaching um, kids in acting classes for all these years, we always danced in the classes. And so my thing is, is let's go crazy. And so all the kids will come up to me and they'll go, Cynthia, let's go crazy. And we just put on the music and dance like wild people. So you can put a big mat or a cloth and spread it on the grass or on the deck or on a balcony and then just have some platters of uh, finger foods or just simple things for the kids. And they will just happily dive in. Now, for if it's going to be um, evening, you can get string lights or you can get um, you can put candles in jars just so that you won't have any fires. Right. Uh, patio heaters. That's really that's really a, a good one, because if it's cold outside, it's always nice to have a patio, you know, a patio heater. And, of course, uh, any of your favorite tunes, that all adds up to the comfort and contentment of everybody. And just remember, as I said, as we're striving for excellence, nothing is ever perfect. There are going to be spills. There's going to be breaks. There's going to be trampled flowers. There's going to be bug bites. There's going to be burnt barbecue. Oh, and speaking of bug bites, you probably want to have some uh, bug spray on hand as well as after bites so that if you do the kids or anybody gets bit, you can put it on or you can just get some ammonia and put that on. That takes care of it. But, you know, that is the beauty of partying in the garden. Erasmus said no party is any fun unless seasoned with folly. So for all of you out there, enjoy the dazzling days and the easy evenings of summer. Have a picnic or have a pool party. Just kick off your shoes, slather on that sunscreen Don your sunglasses and chill out because summer is the time to slow down and appreciate being outside and you will be surrounded by nature and you will just feel so much more relaxed. Now, since it is um, coming up August here, I have a few things to let you know that you need to do for your garden. Number one, and this isn't just for the gardener, this is for everything, stay hydrated. 
you have to drink lots of water and don't do garden chores in the extreme heat. You have to... um, you have to always have plenty of water in you. And, you know, I think it's a good idea to have a sport drink on hand. In case you do get dehydrated, those extra electrolytes will help you rehydrate again. Now, be fire safe, uh, especially here in the West. We are really having a problem with fires. And you can um, read how to make your landscape and garden more fire resistant. Go to my website, CynthiaBryant.com. Uh, and go to gardening, and there'll be an article on there about firescaping, and there ha- it has a lot of really important links and information for you to help you know uh, you with your firescaping. If you're growing gladiolas, it's probably time to stake them. They get top heavy and they fall over. So if you stake them, they'll last so much longer. Unfortunately, when you cut them as a flower, they don't last that long in a. Um, in a vase. Keep deadheading your roses and other perennials because you want to keep them blooming. Clean your pruning shears with alcohol after each use because by summer, sometimes the mildew or the rust starts coming on some of your plants and you don't want to spread these uh, to your other plants. Continue weeding, even though it seems like it's so dry out. Uh, You have to keep weeding, and if you do have dry, tall grass, make sure to cut it down. This is the time to be harvesting fruits and vegetables that are ripe in your garden, and the best time to do it is in the morning. That's going to be for the best flavor and the nutrition, and a few of the fruits and vegetables that are currently ripe, at least here in California, we have plums, peaches, apples, melons, tomatoes, cucumbers, beets tangerines, beans, corn, carrots, zucchini, and of course, uh, plenty of citrus. So harvest things in the morning. And if any fruit falls on the ground, by the way, you want to pick it up because you don't want the rodents, the raccoons, the turkeys, or other critters invading your garden. Now, if you want to encourage um, your herbs to grow faster and to continue growing, you need to pinch the tips, and then you can use those cuttings in your recipes. Don't forget to mulch your garden because that mulching helps retain moisture, keeps the roots cool. You don't want to use gorilla hair because that's highly flammable, and you want to, whatever mulches you use, keep them moist. So three inches of mulch will do just wonders in your garden. It is time to start sowing seeds of the brassicas, which would be cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, kohlrabi, if you want to harvest some in late, har- in late uh, autumn or fall. And then you can start planning for other fall plantings now. Um, your containers. If you're, you have a lot of you know, pots on the balcony or on a porch or a patio, water them they may need daily watering when when it's hot i mean we had it 105 just a couple days ago and boy things just really dry out fast it's time to start perusing garden bulb um, catalogs if you order from catalogs and you'll be able to see what's coming up you know the new breeds of tulips and iris and daffodils hyacinths or whatever else grabs your attention but most of all I just want to leave you with do plan a picnic party relive your summer camp frolics I mean it doesn't matter whether it's casual or upscale 
just remember the fun always begins outdoors. So happy gardening, happy growing, and stay with me because there's more to come. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, and this is the Empowerment Channel. Be back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. If you're a manager, do you know what your most important responsibility is? All great managers share this one skill. They know what their responsibilities are. It's critical to make a list of your business activities. Decide which ones you will personally be responsible for. Focus on those and delegate the other tasks. Avoid being distracted by interesting work problems that devour time but are not that valuable to you. To obtain desired behavior from your team, reward them. It's the most powerful rule, yet it's the most overlooked and ignored. So don't put caps on performance bonuses or you're going to cap the performance as well. Rewards don't have to be financial. Acknowledgements and thank yous in public situations are powerful reinforcers of desired behavior. And the best managers make sure their team is appreciated and acknowledged regularly. So be a best manager. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, Visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show Well, thank you very much for staying with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. In this segment, we're going to discuss integrative medicine. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or if you know what it is, but I do think it's a really great approach to medicine. And I have a um, 
a colleague who is also a writer and who is a doctor who recently attended a conference and came back with so much information about medications and integrative medicine. And I just thought this would be really helpful because I like to share what I learn with you because Western medicine treats the presenting illness primarily with prescription medications or procedures. And I personally have never thought that that is the best approach. In fact, as you know, uh, we did a segment uh, here on Star Stay, I'll Be the Star You Are, that I called Parks, Not Pills, because I really do believe in nature as a healer, and let's try to you know, get outside, let's try to do things some organically first, and then, of course, if we need uh, extra help, then, of course, we get it. But I just don't like to, uh, you know, anesthetize ourselves. And then you never get to the root problem. So if you, um, if we're going to talk about integrative medicine, this, what it does is it approaches illness by using a combination of methods as a better way to resolve challenging mental and physical health conditions. Now, Duke Integrative Medicine defines integrative medicine as an approach that's grounded in the definition of health. The World World Health Organization defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So that makes it kind of interesting to look at alternative approaches to treating illnesses you know, especially if there's addiction or pain or anxiety or, um, you know, mild cognitive impairment, maybe even Alzheimer's disease. Now, if you are in a quandary of what to do with illnesses that don't, you know, seem to be responding to treatments, maybe it's time to just look at a different approach. And maybe it's time to get a different um idea, a different formula, so that your physician and you can really address the illness and condition, maybe through diet, supplements, counseling, mindfulness, exercise, etc. Now, again, going back to this Duke integrative medicine, the principles that define integrative medicine include the patient and practitioner are partners in the healing practice. I like that idea. And then all factors that influence health, wellness, and disease are taken into consideration. And that includes your body, mind, spirit, and community. I mean, there's been a lot of studies done about with people who are ill. And if they have a positive attitude, even if their body is ill, they tend to have less uh, symptoms and less pain. You know, so it's this whole idea of having this body, mind, and spirit together. Now, providers use all healing sciences to facilitate the body's innate healing response. And integrative medicine is based on very sound science. It is inquiry-driven, and it's always open to new paradigms. Now, when um, if it's possible that you could eliminate or reduce significantly the drugs with this kind of approach, you know, drugs and medications that you have to take for illnesses, it would be really good. So some of the primary roots of many of the conditions are inflammatory in nature. Inflammation plays a really huge part in 
in us being sick, in dis-ease. So the power of mindfulness on almost every condition considered is something we should all pay attention to, and it doesn't have any cost at all. So um, she was talking about some of the sessions that she attended, and one was by Dr. Ronald Siegel of Harvard, and it was called Mindfulness and Aggressive Rehab for Chronic Pain. And what his session was talking about was um, he had serious back pain and how a combination of exercise mindfulness ended his pain after first trying months of bed rest and medications. And then he talked about a study of several hundred people from the general population that were selected to have MRIs on their back. And they found that two-thirds of the individuals had herniated discs or other negative results, but only those who reported that they didn't like their jobs complained of the pain. I found that really interesting. Now, the point was is that those with pain might need to have some cognitive therapy, resume normal activities, and work with those negative emotions because fear exacerbates pain and pain is everywhere. So whether there's pain, the suffering is probably optional. So that is um, interesting. Now, if you want to find out what Dr. Siegel's lecture was, you can Google it. And the name of the lecture was called The Science of Mindfulness. And then everybody's heard of Dr. Andrew Wheel. He's he's really a wellness doctor who is all about body, mind, and spirit. But he is a, a regular physician. And he spoke about mental health and the overuse of medications to treat depression and anxiety. And what he stated is that we have more depression now than during World War II or the Great Depression. He pointed out that studies using placebos and uh, anti-depression medication for depression showed absolutely no real change with medications alone. And then what is needed is a biosocial spiritual model to treat the mental health conditions. He also said that today's population isn't connected to nature. So here, he, so I really connected with with this because I think that the more connected to nature, the healthier you are. Um, so that today's people, we depend on diets of processed foods. We have less social connections because social connections are protective. Everybody's again, you know, on social media, but nobody's talking to each other face to face, and they have increased dependence on technology and that dependence actually increases your anxiety so to address these mental health conditions we have to look at the whole person he also talked about the protective value of including the omega fatty acids and vitamin d in the in everybody's diet now dr wheel suggests that if drugs are used it should be short-term use only then to reduce stress and help with relaxation Individuals have to increase some physical exercise, seek some behavioral cognitive therapy, and learn relaxation exercises like, you know, breathing techniques or meditation. And another, um, some other interesting things, one was another session that she totally enjoyed was called The How of Happiness and the Science of Interventions Aimed at Increasing Well-Being. And the two big takeaways were both the importance and value of that 
count your blessings intervention. You know how we talk here a lot about gratitude um, and writing gratitude journals or or just, you know, giving compliments and all of that. So it was an easy exercise. Just once a week, write down what you're grateful for during the past week. And then um, when you start doing it daily, it's interesting how your results are going to change. It turns out that those who uh, who wrote down what they're grateful for were happier. Now, the other key to happiness is the power of random acts of kindness for yourself and to others as a way to increase your immune system and as well to add your sense of happiness. So if you or a family member are not responding to any other kind of treatment, maybe a second opinion would be helpful. Or um, if not that, maybe just at least trying some of these body, mind, spirit, nature interventions and see how you feel. Because being well and staying well is about you. And it's about your total environment and uh, your spiritual life, your relationships, uh, everything that you do is just as important as your blood pressure and your heart rate. So perhaps if you can just take some more time to be thoughtful, to be grateful, and to be kind, you will be a little bit happier. Now, if I really encourage you to read our, our latest uh, newsletter that just went out from Be The Star You Are, which you can find on the very first page of bethestaryouare.org. Uh, just go to newsletter. Or you can also go to btsya.org and click on newsletters and you can read any of the newsletters. But this particular one this week is called uh, Sparkle and Shine. And it's all about scattering kindness and goodness and just how you can improve your own life and you can sparkle and shine. And interestingly, by smiling and sparkling and shining, it's contagious. So you will be helping others at the same time that you're helping yourself. Well, with that, that is my show for today. I want to encourage you to listen to Express Yourself Teen Radio, which is our young adult show that airs, uh, a new show airs every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific right here on the Empowerment Channel. The hosts are all young teens and we attempt to have guests every week. It's based every, the chapters from the book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. We have a chapter each week, so every, every episode has a theme to it, and then we have different guests from around the world that come on, whether they are celebrities or musicians or authors or or actors or sports people, whatever they are. And I think that you'll get a, a big uh, kick out of it. So um, again, visit uh, Express Yourself Teen Radio. You can find information about all the radio shows at starstyleradio.com. So thank you so much for being with me and allowing me into your life every week. I like being in your empowerment architect. Be here every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific and know you can change your life and make your dreams come true. Visit CynthiaBryan.com for more information or if you want to book a consultation, 
My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you're already a star. So cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And again, read a book. We want to get a lot of people reading. It's like a garden in your pocket. Till next week, when we play right here on the Star Style Playground, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a great week and be back next week. 4 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.